Ooh, do I have a show for y'all today? Alrighty. Oh, okay, let me let me readjust here, cause I bet I've come up with some sort of click clickbait shit title. In fact, I'm probably going to bet money because I know I am. At least I have an idea of what I'm gonna call it. The uh, let me guess, uh, what Sexbox beats Sony or Sexbox beats PS5? Because I'm gonna call the Series X the Sexbox and. Until, you know, given a reason not to, which at this current moment in time, I have none. So yeah, that should be a pretty clickbait title. And uh, it's going to be a hell of a lot less depressing than the last episode, I'll tell you that. Uh, I mean, unless you're a Sony fan, then uh, yeah, who gives a shit? I mean, look, I love Sony. I love Sony. I have a PS4. I'm looking at PS4 right in front of me. Why was it so hard to say that? <laughs> I also got the Switch and the Xbox, despite the uh, everything else going... Uh, going nuts before my wife ruined my credit I was able to uh, get two consoles on credit so that's fun a pretty good rate too because that's a thing you can do now because the firm is awesome sponsor me please but regardless of all that uh, I do love Sony I want a PlayStation 4 I I don't own one now but I had a PlayStation uh, the original uh, my brother had the like OG one I had the PS1 uh when I actually called it the PS1, like the itty bitty, um, it's still gray, but it's a little whiter, like whiter than the uh, original, because the original was like this big gray box. And it's awesome. I had one of those. Never had a PS2 until last year. Is it last year or 2018 when I finally got that PS2? Um, that was my first time actually. I mean, I played one, but I never, I never owned it. I had a PS3, uh, right in the middle of its. Uh, lifespan, right in the middle of that generation, uh, when they first, it was either a Christmas or a birthday present that I talked my dad into getting me, because I wanted, not, the one I, the way I talked him into it was the Blu-ray player, um, but he only, he got me it without a game, so that was fun, but at least I got the PlayStation 3, I got it right when they switched to the Slim, right when Sony remembered how to market, because they forgot for a while there, during the PS3, um, and then uh, PS4, of course, uh, and you know, got rid of it, and then now have it back. But uh, I'm not adverse to Sony consoles. I'm not a Microsoft-only person. Um, if anything, Nintendo has my the most of my loyalty. Um, despite missing on the PlayStation 2 generation, I love a lot of Sony classics and Sony uh, mainstays and uh, and first-party titles. One of my favorite games of all time is, of course, Spider-Man PS4. Um, and other than that, you know, Final Fantasy VII, a lot of the Final Fantasies. Um, nine's better than ten. Go fuck yourself. Uh, or fight me, because it's true. I don't like ten. Not a bad game, I just don't like ten. Um, the Resident Evil games. My point is, is I love a lot of Sony franchises, or at least... Franchise is tied very closely to Sony, but I grew up in Nintendo. I grew up playing the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo, and but the one I had the most hands on was the N64. That was my like first true console because uh, all three of us had one. Even though I was very little, I had an N64. My sister had one, so did my brother. Um, they all had one and all played the shit out of it. That is who like I I bleed for. But I love Microsoft. I also grew up playing Halo. Um, but I have no real allegiance to any of them. If any, it is Nintendo. 
but we're not, not beating around the bush here when I say that. Microsoft 100% screwed this generation. They had a real good shot at uh, leading leading the generation and trying to keep the science to a minimum, but I'm taking swigs of this Coke in between, this delicious orange vanilla Coke because, God, they just, they just, they just figured out how to make uh, vanilla Coke better, put some orange in it. Because those are my two favorite things. It tastes like a dreamsicle. I love it. Regardless of that, we're not talking about Coke. Sweet, delicious Coca-Cola. No, we're talking about why the sex box is going to be PlayStation. But it's necessary to know some history. But I grew up playing all the Xbox. I had an original Xbox. Um, and then the 360. And of course the one. I bought the one. Mm, it was early. And it's and it's. I've had an Xbox One four different times, and what I mean that is I bought it four different times. Because I had the OG one, but I didn't have the one with the Connect. But I did have the old big black box, that VCR looking son of a bitch, and I loved it. Played the shit out of it. But I don't. I, th- I think I got it 2014. Yeah, I was still in high school when I got it. Uh, and Destiny had just come out. Yeah, because I think I picked up Destiny with it. And I loved it. I, I loved the Xbox One. Um, but it had a lot of the same problems a lot of, uh, a lot of people did. But I was always a diehard for the Xbox One. It just didn't have the first party titles. But people forget that neither did the PS4. For a very, very long time, the PS4 didn't have jack shit to play. People forget about that. But it was a lower price and had better marketing because Microsoft put their fucking foot in their mouth and was like, you can't share games and all this other bullshit that actually wasn't true. And then Sony went out there and just like, this is how you share games. And look, you just give it to your friends. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Even though we totally were going to do the exact same Microsoft was going to do. In fact, there's memos about it. But when Microsoft fucked up so bad and everybody was like, ew, we completely changed course. Because Sony's kind of the king at that. They literally started doing that. The Saturn got announced. And then Sony, I think they're, I can't remember if their conferences happen one or the other, if they happen around the same time. But since Sony's was later, uh, the guy running PlayStation America, or Sony America at the time, goes up on stage. And then I think he says $299 or $199. I think it was $199. And it was $100 less than Sega Saturn. And Sega Saturn was a piece of shit anyway. And they didn't have to do that to kill it. But it's sure, they made sure it was dead. Um, but they're, they're the king of that. Didn't do that during the PS3, though. Dear God. Um, and they're still able to rebound pretty hard. But I own the OG Xbox, Xbox One, and then I traded that in to get the Xbox One S, and then I traded the Xbox One S and my PS4 to get the Xbox One X, because I had a pretty good job at the time, and I was like, well, I'll just trade them both in and get the X. We got a 4K TV for my honeymoon, or for our honeymoon, and then... Um, I was like, oh, we'll get the X and we can watch 4K Blu-rays and all this bullshit like that and have the p- most powerful gaming console ever. And then, you know, eventually I'll just save up and get a PS4 Pro because I want one anyway. And then everything went to hell, like, the first time. <laughs> and uh, before, you know, this last time everything went to hell. And that didn't happen. And then I ended up having to sell the Xbox One X. And then now my fourth time, I got an S again. So that's fun. <laughs> that's, a, uh, you know, that's always been fun. But regardless of that, uh, 
yeah, I love the Xbox, but it's my second time I've owned a regular PS4. And I've had the PS3, I think, three different times. Yeah, just about. I think one died on me. I went through four 360s. I do know that. But I have hands-on with all these consoles. I have no console allegiances other than maybe Nintendo. Because I'll go to bat for Nintendo every damn day. I told all y'all sons of bitches y'all were crazy when y'all th- thought they were dead after the Wii U. I was like, they made one bad console. Yeah, the GameCube didn't do as well. And Nintendo 64 sold well, but you know it wasn't beating the PlayStation because that thing was a phenom. But y'all act like Nintendo didn't revive the fucking video game market. Oh, it was doing okay in Europe. It never failed. Okay, what were the consoles called? Nobody knows. Shut up. That's my point. I don't give a shit what was going on in Europe or in certain other countries when they didn't make up anywhere near the amount of market share that the Western, specifically the American games market, American or North American games market made, that and Japan. And just did everything. So when our market went down, I don't care if y'all had some weird bullshit over in England. It doesn't matter. It, it literally doesn't matter. Because if y'all were, if it was as big as ever, all the people, who the revisionists that try to say it was, then they would have had the next console. And not Nintendo. They would have been the saviors. And then we heard about the stuff going on over in Europe and England and Germany. It was like, oh, that's cool. Let's get one of those. Didn't happen. You know why? Because freaking 1985 happened and Nintendo was like, what's up, motherfuckers? We're Nintendo. Buy our shit. Here's a robot. Shoot some ducks. And that happened. Here's a plumber. He steps on turtles. Don't ask questions. Save the princess. And we did it and it was awesome. They took over the damn world. Y'all people acting like they were going to go out. Oh, they're going to make mobile games now and that's all they're going to do. Well, they did make mobile games. It's not all they're going to do. You know, people were crazy. Everyone forgot that the Wii sold like 120 million units for no reason. Like, like no one even played the Wii. Everyone bought it, so it didn't matter. The Wii U was a disaster, and then what happened? Then the Switch came out, and now the Switch is like outpacing the PS4. And not now. I'm talking about all time. Like, the PS4 has always been a hot seller. The Switch is selling faster. Hasn't sold more units yet. Hasn't been out as long. But it's it sold more in a shorter amount of time because the Switch is a phenom. And I remember everybody saying that that wasn't going to work either. And what happened? Shut up. Now there's two of them. Now you own a regular Switch and a Switch Lite because you're Nintendo's bitch and everyone knows it. It's okay. I am too. We're going to talk about them. At least not yet. All this background information, very necessary to get into my next topic or the whole topic of the video, which is, yes, the Sexbox will beat the PS5. I'm fairly confident in this. Is it because it's Microsoft's due? You know, they finally deserve to get a console that actually makes it. No, it's not. And people will be like, well, didn't the 360 make it? It did, except for the whole Red Ring of Death thing that, like, backfired so hard that... Because a lot of uh, these console makers, and this is kind of the same thing with consumer electronics, at least new consumer electronics, they'll put it out at first at a loss. Um, and then as it catches on and the material to build it gets cheaper, then they mark it down and so on and so forth. And then they start making a profit on it after so many have been bought. But they make the money, specifically on video game consoles, off of brand deals and the video games and the accessories. Even with Microsoft screwing the Xbox up so bad with the Xbox One in terms of uh, recognition and just sales... The Xbox brand is still one of the biggest brands ever. Not in gaming, because that's not hard when there's, if we talk about like 
the video game console manufacturers, there's only three, so it's not hard to be one of the biggest. There's only three. All three are huge. You have to be huge if you're one of the three. Ooh, excuse me. But no, it, it like, um, instead of saying the Nintendo or your, the video game thing or the toy, people say the Xbox. I've looked, well, I've watched people call PlayStations Xboxes. And um, PlayStation kind of had that ubiquitous term for a while, but for a very, very short amount of time. Nintendo had it for like 30 years, but then Xbox, it just took over the world, even though it didn't equate to sales as as much as, much as people call it everything, the Xbox. And the way you can tell something is, has reached market saturation is people have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Call it that. They know it's a thing like a thing, so they call it the one thing they know. Uh, like Xerox. Not every Xerox machine is a Xerox machine. Xerox is an actual company. A Xerox machine is a fucking photocopier. But we call it the Xerox machine. They don't make all the photocopiers. But it became so ubiquitous that everybody calls it a Xerox machine. Xbox is the same way, except... Well, it hasn't gotten that, that crazy yet. Haven't gotten that crazy yet, um, but it's it's big, and to this day you still hear it. So Xbox still big deal. I don't think anyone's gonna d- disagree that it's a big deal. But that's not why I think they're going to take over. Um. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. That gummit, stupid brain. I, I, not take over, but win. And by the way, uh, when I mean, I specifically beat Sony. And because uh, I'm not going to say win, because you have this little wild card over here called Nintendo, who. So, so they, Nintendo's kind of always been in and out of their own generation, uh, but they were pretty neatly in the regular generations, uh, video game generations. Um, until the Wii U, because the Wii U came out, because the PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360, and the Wii came out all around the same time. I think there were about a one-year difference. Xbox 360 came out first in 2005, or at least was revealed in 2005, and then the Wii, PlayStation 3 would come out a year later, if not in 2007. I know it was, uh, the Xbox 360, three, bleh, the 360 was definitely revealed in 2005. I don't remember if it was released. I just know that the Wii and PS3 would come out later. Um, but that's all the same generation. But then the Wii U comes out during that same generation. A completely different console with its own line of games, but it keeps the same Wii name, puts a U on it. Nobody knew what the fuck it was. They thought it was some stupid Wii attachment because those... Well, we kind of got taught that that's what everything was. Everything was this new stupid Wii attachment. So... Also, that's another big thing. You want to talk about Xbox's brand recognition. The Wii outsold the shit out of the Xbox and PS3 and is everywhere and is still so popular, especially in places like hospitals and certain businesses and whatever, that the new Just Dance game is coming out for it. It's coming out for the fucking Wii. And it has to do with a lot of, uh, mainly hospitals, but a lot of businesses and whatever, if they have any kind of uh, place dedicated for, uh, whether it's, uh, physical therapy or place for children or whatever there's a Wii there loaded up with a bunch of shit and they can put the new Just Dance game on it it's got all the new songs and whatever the bullshit on it 
they can do it, and it still sells a shit ton, which is why Ubisoft keeps putting it out for this old-ass console. That's how popular it is, and no one calls any random video game console a Wii. They call it the fucking Xbox. The President fucking Obama calls it the Xbox. Now, he actually probably knows what it is. He's one of the younger ones. And if he doesn't, it doesn't matter. But he called it like, we're always playing the Xbox. He didn't call out the other popular Wii or whatever. Called the Xbox. I think Bush talked about the Xbox. Not not getting into politics here, but but when the President of the United States, older or younger, you know, these guys are dealing with shit that's a lot, whether you love them or hate them, whatever, they're dealing with other shit. They're most likely not logging on every night and look at where we dropping, boys, because they're dealing with shit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Some of the other presidents just totally did shit like that. Not with video games, because it hasn't really been around that long in terms of presidency, but, you know, the reason there's a bowling alley in the White House is because one of the presidents was like, I like to bowl, build me a fucking bowling alley. I think that might have been Teddy Roosevelt. I don't remember. Um, but but regardless of all that stupid history lesson, the Xbox has a hell of a lot of brand recognition. Um, but that didn't help at this last generation. And it still maintains its brand recognition even after the horrendous Red Ring of Death incident, which is the reason the Xbox 360, even though selling and getting so much cheaper and they just were just giving these damn things away, didn't turn a profit. It never did. Because they got sued and end up, they were found at fault and it was a over $1 billion settlement. And then they had to repair every single Xbox 360 for free. They did not make a profit on that damn thing. And then the Xbox One disaster happened because a bunch of people didn't know what the fuck they were talking about decided to try to... I don't know what the hell they were trying to do with the Xbox One. I really don't. I understand the idea of the Xbox One. Um, like the name. I still, still think it's stupid, but I think it sounds better than the Xbox Series X because I understand what they're doing with the Xbox Series X. It's supposed to be a series. They just want it to be called the Xbox and they're going to have different series and models and stuff like that. It's basically to try to be like a gaming PC or a fucking phone. I still think it's confusing, but and also sounds terrible. But the Xbox One was supposed to be your all-in-one entertainment hub, blah 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 blah. That bullshit name, that idea makes sense. And Xbox One sounds better than what they have now, but it's still stupid in terms of at least my idea. If you want something in marketing, unless you just have the best fucking idea ever, you don't want to confuse anybody. And you don't want them to think your product is stupid right out of the gate. Just kind of makes sense, right? Sony, good and bad, has understood this. It's called the PlayStation 5. Not the new PlayStation. You know, not the Neo PlayStation. Not everything else. PlayStation 5. Simple. Nintendo... If we want to learn from them, the Wii U was a disaster because they called it the Wii U and everybody thought it was a tablet fucking accessory for the Wii. Some people still do. And that's why it sold like shit. That and they didn't market it very well because they thought everybody bought the Wii. They're going to want they're going to love the Wii U and nobody bought it and they're like what happened? But you can change your name and I have to do the number thing if you make it make sense. The Nintendo Switch is a great fucking name. Why is it called the Switch? Because it switches between TV and handheld easily. Switch Lite is kind of stupid because it doesn't switch. It's just it's just Nintendo handheld, but this is, it's the different version of the Switch. So they can't call it something different. That would be confusing. 
but Switch Lite, even though it can't switch anymore, is a hell of a lot better than the new 3DS XL. Or the new, new 3DS XL. Remember that bullshit? That was stupid. My point is, is you don't want to do that. So the Xbox One, they already screwed up, and then they marketed it wrong, and then told everybody that they were a bunch of assholes if they wanted to try to buy used games and whatever, and blah, 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 and had to always be connected, and yada, yada, yada. Which, by the way, still does. I have this new Xbox here. I can't use it. Um, I have to wait until my phone bill rolls over, and then I have uh, 15 gigs of hotspot, and I'm going to use that to update it so I can actually play the damn thing. It's just kind of a paperweight right now. And the PS4 is the same way. No one talks about that. Nintendo Switch, you pop that cartridge in there, fucking fine. It may be broken as shit, you can't get a patch for it, but it works. Um, and the PlayStation 4 was like that from on day one as well. They just didn't tell everybody that because when they saw how people reacted to it, they went, mm, fuck that, don't do that. Uh, but what does all have to do with the new consoles? Well, it's to explain how things went so bad for Xbox and why things are going to go so good or so well for them in the future. Um, Sony learned from the PlayStation 3. They got stupid cocky because their first two consoles were these world-ending, you know, everybody had to have them fucking phenomenons. And then they literally went out there and said, we, you know... You have to be worthy to buy the PS3. We, you're gonna have to take out a second job and to get a fucking PS3 because that's what you're gonna have to do. Now they didn't use all the F words, but they, the head, literally said that, and people went, "No, we're not." And you know it's expensive when your cheap version is still five hundred dollars. The Xbox 360 was sitting out there at three hundred. Or 350 I think. And then there was a ex- more expensive version. It was like 400 that had like Xbox Live and other shit in it. And then the Wii was sitting there at 250 And it's like, what's up, motherfuckers? And then, of course, it sold like a, a bajillion units. But they learned from that and kept a lot of those same people, got rid of some of those same people, or at least moved them away, and then redefined what PlayStation 3 was. And then it rebounded real, real hard. Those people would go on to make the PS4 and market the shit out of it. Now, uh, if you want to know how bad the PS3 launch was or how bad a lot of those people were, so not all of them are bad, but the guys actually running the launch in the event. So let's let, let's contrast them with the Xbox One. All of the guys that led that, like the figureheads, the main dudes, um, like the, the main guys, they um. They don't do anything at Xbox anymore. They all got moved up the chain of Microsoft. They were good at, at what their jobs used to be. They're really, really good at and they're really good at what the fucking job is now. But they got them the hell away from Xbox because they didn't care about Xbox. And put in people that did care about Xbox. Similar thing with Sony. Except they didn't put them somewhere else in Sony. They got rid of them. Um, the guy that was responsible for the disastrous PS3 launch. You know what he just recently did? Um... I also believe he was ahead of the Dreamcast launch. No, the Saturn launch. Um, he launched Google Stadia. I think this guy is either bad at his job or cursed. Don't know which one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they didn't exactly have the you know best people on the job. Um, they sure as hell didn't know what people wanted. And Sony sees that moment, and that's how the PS4 became great. Because both are essentially, well, not essentially the same console, but both are great consoles. Now, that's how Sony got their head start 
what kept them going were all the amazing exclusives they got later in life. But they both started with nothing. In fact, I think Xbox had the better exclusives at first. At least they had shit. You either could play Knack or Rise. And I'm going to tell you this. Rise is much better. But it just a lot, a lot of problems. But almost all those people at Xbox are gone. Because they put Phil Spencer in charge. What was the first thing Phil Spencer did? Get the fuck away from the Kinect. Cut the Kinect from the bundle. And offered a Kinectless version. Which made the Xbox overall cheaper. Then people started to buy it more. Then there was the S revision and the X and everything. Then we had backwards compatibility being a big deal. And not just some tacked on thing. um, That was just kind of promised or whatever. And not really done anything with. But it's something that they add to constantly. Not just with Xbox 360 titles, but Xbox titles being a big deal. And then, well, the big kicker, Game Pass. Which is worth the Xbox all in itself. Um, not only that, but they're really, really, really um, into the idea of crossplay. They're making deals with Nintendo. They're spreading the Xbox brand across everybody. And they're not really being, well, bitchy about it. Sony only allows crossplay after, what, a year and a half of fighting it and saying that we don't want it. People just play on their PS4s anyway. Blah, 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 blah. Which is why Microsoft and Nintendo got together and made that Minecraft commercial where they came together and, like, shook hands. It's like, you can play on your Xbox and your Switch. And it was awesome. And you can play Fortnite together. Everything, that you know, it was the play together commercials. Yeah, made Sony look terrible. Sony's also on this rash of censoring shit, which is just odd. So everyone has like those, you know, those weird anime hentai titty games. You know, they're everywhere. And they're great. But for some reason, on the Sony console, which is seen as the mature console, they're censored. Heavily censored. Now, none of these have full nudity, and full nudity is not allowed um, on console stuff. You want that, you go on the internet. Because that's what the fucking internet's for. But on Nintendo Switch, it's not censored at all. You get your full horny goodness. Which is weird, because Nintendo is the kid-friendly company, right? But Sony's been making a lot of weird moves, been telling people to go screw themselves, and just kind of anti-gamer. Or not anti-gamer, anti-consumer. But they have all the exclusives, and they make the good stuff. But you can see their cockiness even in their last few E3 presentations. Remember that last one where they like made a dude play a flute for an hour, and they were like, and they were like, you're welcome. And everyone's like, what the fuck was this? And the Microsoft conference was literally an hour and a half of, here's all the games coming to Xbox. It's just all the games, 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 games. Remember that? Remember how awesome that was? Yeah, that Sony conference sucked. Anyone who defends it is just weird. I don't get it. Because it wasn't good. It wasn't, if you were there, if you were there in person, I could see it being good. Because, you know, it's a performance. But as information that they gave out and what they showed, they didn't do anything. And then they canceled it next year because they said they didn't have anything to show. Well, it doesn't stop Xbox every year, and they put on a hell of a show every year. Um, and I also didn't buy that. This year, I'm glad Sony's not showing up. Um, E3 is not dying because of E3 or popularity going down. E3 is dying because of the ESA, and the ESA screwed over everybody last year by leaking all their info. So, yeah, E3 can go die. And the ESA is being a big bitch about it. And they just have been for a long while. And I didn't know about all the problems with the ESA until all of that happened. And I was like, oh my god. That's why E3 is dying. That's why people are pulling out of E3 and they don't want to be in that convention or whatever. But they're they're fine going to other conventions. Microsoft's fine going to the goddamn Game Awards and announcing a console. 
Nintendo's fine doing its directs and showing up in some presents. They were Sony was going to PAX East and stuff. That's a well, I mean, they had to pull out because of the coronavirus or COVID nineteen. They had to pull out because of that. But they were going to conventions, so they had no problem going to conventions, expensive conventions, huge conventions where they would have to share space and and whatnot and not be their own thing. So when it comes to E three, that first one they missed. I think that was just big dick swinging. They said they had nothing to show, and I think that's a lame excuse when Microsoft literally gets up there every year and is like, we don't have a lot of first-party stuff, but you don't just buy the Xbox for first-party. Here's all the cool third-party shit. Here's all the stuff we're doing, and here's why we love you, and here's Game Pass and all this stuff like that. It's just Sony's lack of trying um, because they don't have to try. But that's how, that's their business model. But all of that, all of that, um, isn't the biggest cause for concern. Them kind of being anti-consumer and anti-gamer and getting out of touch is kind of a big concern because that's how the Xbox One did so bad. Um, Because they thought they were untouchable for whatever reason and everybody would just buy the Xbox One. Same thing with the Wii U. The Wii U has good games on it. It has like really great games on it. But you don't have to buy a Wii U to get them. You can just buy a Switch. Um, But like... That was that was a problem. They got cocky. But this isn't just cockiness. So Sean Layden, who's actually responsible, or was responsible for a lot of the PS4 and then the later PS3's success, is gone. And no one knows why he left Sony. They announced it in a damn tweet. There was no big send-off or anything like that. And this is a guy who's been there for a long time and is responsible for a lot of their successes and has t- taken a lot of heat upon himself and just to get the PlayStation to where it is. He loves video games. He loves the brand. He is the real deal. When Reggie fils left Nintendo, it was a big deal. People were upset, and, you know, we didn't want... I was upset. He was... Reggie fils when he talked to people, and him seeing doing his Game Awards speech, when he would talk to us, it didn't seem like a salesman. Same with Phil Spencer. It doesn't seem like a salesman. You believe him because he actually believes in the product of what he's of what he has. And when he gave that Game Award speech, he wasn't selling anything. He was talking about how much he loved video games and how indie games are great, and every, which is why he gave the Indie Award. Um, and you believe Phil Spencer, and I believe Sean Layden. Um, and now he's gone for no reason. I guarantee you, if Phil Spencer left Xbox, it would be a big deal, and there'd be a big send off unless something happened. And we still don't know what happened. He hasn't spoken out. I don't think anyone's seen him since it's happened. Not suggesting that they killed him, but like he just he just disappeared. And that's not good. And the rumors are because the new guy, who's kind of always been there, uh, apparently they fought a lot. And one of the main things they fought about was crossplay and opening up the PlayStation brand and trying to be more friendly. Apparently Layden, from rumors, and that's been reported on IGN, Kotaku, Polygon, everybody, I've seen all the rumors and shit, Say that Layden was for crossplay and being more open and being more like Xbox, trying to offer, you know, a better ecosystem. And this other guy whose name I don't know. Uh, this isn't a news channel. I'm not gonna <laughs> find his name. I don't. I don't. I don't care. We'll we'll know it eventually. Um, doesn't believe in that, or at least Sony doesn't. Um, and that's a problem because that's going against what gaming is going towards. And, and you know what's a, what gaming is going towards and what gaming is supposed to be. Um, that's a weird way to put it. Because when Crossplay first got 
started getting thrown around, and people have thought about it for years and years. Ever since it's been online play, people were like, cross-play, playing with everybody. And uh, when it started becoming a reality, uh, this generation, like a real reality and not just some weird mod or bullshit you could do, um, the one that I thought would never do it would be Nintendo. And there's several reasons why. Several reasons why. Um, the main one being, if there is any of these companies that's very... Maybe closed-minded is the wrong way, a wrong word to use, but very, very um, insecure is not the right way, word to use either. But very, fuck you, I'm the best. I don't need you. It's Nintendo, and that that's that's cockiness and arrogance. They're, and they're not that. They're it's we started this whole thing and didn't die out, and we made it. We're the reason video games are the way they are, and we can do it on our own and they don't seem to play too well with others mainly because their competition is competition and well at least they learned through the Sega years is it didn't they weren't very friendly to each other and um, and you see how they treat their exclusives and how they are very very protective of the product and their ecosystem so much so that they and this gets into the other big reason, they do not understand online play. So people will try to use the excuse that it's Japanese, and that they're a Japanese company, and I don't completely buy that. I buy that they don't know what Xbox Live is. Um, because the Xbox, and not for lack of trying, the Xbox has been trying to get a foothold in Japan since it became a thing. Since it was the direct Xbox. Um, Microsoft has always loved Japan, always tried, and just they can't do it. And it's not that they put out bad hardware or software. It's they just the Japanese market doesn't do it. Now their first ad campaigns for the Xbox did suck, but the 360 tried to pander the pander to the Japanese crowd, and not in bad ways, like in legitimate ways. Like we want to put your games on our system. Um, and until recently, maybe it's because they didn't take Xbox seriously or Microsoft seriously, thinking they were just going to use them. But until recently, they didn't take them up on a lot of offers. And I think one of the big ones is, well, what happened with Platinum Games is um, the Dragon Game. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, the one they canceled and everybody got upset. Now I can't remember the name of it. But it's a big deal. But then Platinum's even said, or a lot of people at Platinum said that they don't know if they would have been able to do it. Period. That it got too big. Their goals got too ambitious. And um, it got canceled because of that, because they couldn't... They just couldn't make the game. Um, they couldn't come together, which is very rare for Platinum. Incredibly rare. Because Platinum makes games. So when that happened, I knew something. It was more than just Daddy Microsoft going, you didn't make enough money. Because Microsoft's bleeding, or not Microsoft, Xbox bleeds money. But the brand's worth it. Because they can bleed money all day because the brand is worth more than anything that they do, which is why Microsoft supports them. But Microsoft might be the richest company in America in terms of what they have. They don't have the highest stock price or anything like that. They're not Amazon. But if we want to be real honest, Amazon could disappear pretty easily. Um, if they got outclassed by a competitor, someone that could ship more or undercut their prices or whatever. And Alibaba is a thing, but they're a wholesaler in China. It's very possible. Does that mean Jeff Bezos is going to be broke? No, but it, it is very possible. Because Walmart was the king of the crop too. And Walmart's still around, not going anywhere anytime soon, but then Amazon popped up. So it's not entirely possible that there couldn't be another big fish and a big fish that takes them out. 
biggest bookstore in the world was Barnes and Noble until Amazon showed up. Um, and Blockbuster was so big it was buying up all the movie stores, and everybody thought Netflix was a joke. And then Netflix took over the goddamn world, and Blockbuster doesn't exist. But it doesn't have to kill Amazon. My point is, if someone can show up, no one has rivaled Microsoft. Everyone will point to Apple. So look how much money they make. Apple has very, very high highs and very, very low lows. People forgot about when Apple almost went bankrupt when they fired Steve Jobs that one time and he went off and created Pixar, which, yes, Steve Jobs did that shit, so he wasn't just an idea man. He actually made shit. Mostly an idea man. He, he didn't do the coding, but like he he wasn't just someone that thought he was great and, and actually wasn't, and he needed talented people around him, but he could get the talented people. He had the resources and the ability and the will to go out there and get the people. He was a piece of shit for most of it, but when he left Apple, he didn't just say, I'm going to just sit on this beanbag because I'm a millionaire. I'm going to do no shit. I'm just smoke weed all day. No, he's like, fuck it. I'm going to get into animation for fun, and we're going to make Toy Story. And they did it. Pixar was not Disney at first. Uh, it's now owned by Disney. Pixar was started by Steve Jobs because he believed in the idea. Then he had his uh, another computer company, which I, I don't remember the name of. I don't think it exists anymore, but it did better than Apple for a little while because Apple made a bunch of big bets and failed hard. And then they hired Jobs back. Fired is kind of a weird word. They like bought him out or whatever, but then they got him back. And you know what his first fucking idea was? Because they were like, please, we're going to lose the company and we don't know what else to do except get you back. And they hated him, which is why they got rid of him, because um, he was fighting with Microsoft. Microsoft was going to tank him, because um, they were stealing from Microsoft. Um, but like, th- they got in such a bad situation that they got jobs back. And one of those bad situations was a game console, which was terrible, which is why no one remembers it. But yes, Apple had a game console. And his first idea back was the fucking iPod. He'd been thinking about a music player for like four years. He just couldn't figure out how to do it. And when he had a team around him, they were like, he's like, what if we have a music player? It was like this big and held like a thousand songs. It, would that be possible? And if so, how would you do it? And then they made an iPod like the next year. And then Apple just skyrocketed. Doesn't mean Apple is going to go bankrupt anytime soon. But they have very, very high highs and very, very low lows. Microsoft, I don't think has ever had any lows. And I mean Microsoft. Not individual play, like individual... Um, uh, uh, shit within Microsoft like branches like Xbox Xbox had some pretty damn low lows um, and parts of Microsoft have Microsoft will never run out of money because Microsoft has patents and copyrights on everything um, I probably should look this up but from what I know Bill Gates has a patent on the keyboard like the traditional keyboard that we use and I don't know if it goes to him or if it goes to Microsoft but Every keyboard, doesn't matter what the computer is, doesn't matter who, what the company is, um, and this could be completely false, and if it is, tell me. I'll probably look it up later, but as for right now, um, and it's a good example, even even if they don't have this, they do have things like this. Everything has a keyboard, right? Even if you buy an Apple computer, you buy a Mac, it has a keyboard on it, right? A phone has a keyboard on it, even if it's a touchscreen, it's called a keyboard. Microsoft did not invent the keyboard. Keyboards existed. But I don't know what they did or who it was told, but they had like a they had something on it that everything has. And they also have copy and paste. They have to 
pay, you want to use copy and paste in your software, software, you have to pay them, which is why older iPhones, remember when you couldn't copy and paste and how fucking annoying it was? It's because they didn't want to pay them. And then they just started paying them and then they did it. But they have so much built up, which is how they're able to take risks and do a whole lot. Uh, the Microsoft Surface line bled money for years until very recently because they believed in the Surface um, computers and believed that they were better than iPads and, and all around more uh, uh, functional. And I believe that too. Uh, depending on what you get, because um, until recently an iPad was not a computer. It was just a regular tablet. But a Surface, especially if you get one of the higher-end ones, now they are expensive as shit, but you get one of the uh, higher-end one, ones, you get... A tablet, it's easy to use as a tablet, but if you want to use a fucking, and some of these are real deal computers, now it'll suck the juice right out of your battery, but some of these are real, they're real computers, you can use them as editing computers, it might be a little, and I have, and it might be a little cumbersome just to have like the one screen or whatever, but you could if you put enough shit in it. There's a real deal computer. You want to sit down and use it as such, you had it. If you're willing to pay like the two, three thousand dollars. And then now they have a whole line of them, and now they're getting back into the phone game, which is another uh, bet that they took and didn't work uh, because they didn't market it well and, and shit fucked up. But the Windows phone wasn't bad. Actually, what killed the Windows phone wasn't the phone. The phone was great. It was beautiful. And its uh, OS was, I loved it. I loved the window. I got to use one and I loved it. What killed the Windows phone is at the time, uh, Apple had a grip on the App Store. So all these apps that everyone had, and it doesn't really exist like that anymore. I mean, they're, they're still exclusive to the to, to the Apple App Store. And then there's Apple Arcade now. Before, they had a deal or something where the, all these apps that were very, very popular on the iPhone, you could only get on the iPhone. Which is why when the Android Store first really started getting going and getting traction, it was a lot of rip-offs of stuff until they finally were able to get the real deal. But... Windows Phone didn't have either. It had its own app store, and it was terrible. And they couldn't get any of the stuff that people wanted. If the Windows Phone had a legit app store, where you could get at least most of the stuff that you could get on the Apple App Store, and had the variety, I don't, I'm not going to say it's going to beat the iPhone, but it would be one of its rivals. It would be right up, right along next to the Galaxy and all that. And it's coming back with more functionality. And I'm kind of excited for it. Um, there's room in the smartphone game, just like when Google did it, and the pixels are amazing. Um, but we're not talking about them. My point is, is Microsoft is a big fucking company, and they got money to burn, and it's worth it because it, it works out in the end. Why is that important? Because I pointed out how Sony has changed, and they got rid of a lot of the guys that made the PS4, and then the PS3, and I mean, even the PS2. I think Lade's been there for a while what they were and all, all the messaging and everything and, and yada, yada, yada. Um, and then also their, their attitude, the company attitude, or specifically uh, Sony, I think it's interactive entertainment and then online entertainment, um, specifically them being kind of anti-consumer and gamer and wanting to be very closed. But the guys that you think would have been the worst about it are totally fine with crossplay. Nintendo, sure, play your Xbox games on Nintendo. Play your Nintendo games on Xbox. We don't give a shit. It's not Mario, so we don't care. Which makes sense. Right? It's like, yeah, we don't own Fortnite. 
If you're playing on the Switch, cool. We don't care if you play with your friends on the Xbox. Who gives a shit? Like, it, it, it is one of the... It, it's weird because Nintendo usually do, does weird logic. And they just... They went cold. Straight cold logic that one. It's like, yeah, who gives a shit? We're not making Fortnite money. We're not making money off of Fortnite. But this actually encourages more people to get Switches. Because then, because people a lot of times have multiple consoles or whatever. And they like to take something on the go with them. And we would rather them playing on our system than playing on their fucking phone. Cool. It's like, like holy shit. Nintendo Switch's online still sucks. It works better through Fortnite than it does just about through everything else. But that's just because they don't understand online. But I was getting on the Japanese stuff. Microsoft is trying and finally starting to get a little bit of grip in Japan. Because uh, they're starting to trust them. Um, yeah, I'm trying to go back full circle. Sorry, it's late and I'm all over the place. But Sony, um, unlike Microsoft, does not have money to burn. Uh, Sony, like the actual big company, of course started out in electronics. Then moved into the video game stuff very late, which was originally a joint project between them and Nintendo, and then when Nintendo dropped them, they said, fuck it, we built this thing anyway, we'll just release it as the PlayStation, and then it became a huge fucking hit, right? But they didn't think it was going to be. It took them completely by surprise, just as it did the world. Um, but at the time, Sony had Walkman, you know, the music player, the TVs, pretty much anything you could think of, all kinds of stuff. Today... They don't. A lot of those brands are still around, or not brands, those uh, products are still around, sort of. But when's the last time you saw a Sony TV? You don't really, because they sold off a lot of that. Uh, they sold off their entire laptop brand. Uh, they used to have phones. I th well, you know what? I think they came out with another phone recently, but that was dead for a while. Um, and their movies are very, very, very hit and miss. Um... Venom's an anomaly. It shouldn't have made money because it was a terrible movie, but it made money. Um, and with Spider-Man, until they gave it to Marvel, they didn't make money since Spider-Man 3. But that was back when like that was the only Marvel shit there was. It was Spider-Man, the X-Men, that was it. But after Spider-Man 3, they couldn't figure out how to make money off of fucking Spider-Man. Because they spent too much in marketing and there was other bullshit that happened. That and Marvel, a lot of when, when they were owned by Disney or still are, don't buy Disney, um, were able to buy back all of the rights to everything except for certain licenses. So Sony used to be able to make money off of Spider-Man the movie and also the merchandise. Well, then Disney showed up and was like, we own Spider-Man on TV, comics, the toys, shirts, everything, but your movies. So then Sony could only make money off the movies. And then when that's how a movie can come out, and make almost $800 million and still not make money. It's because they spent too much. That's how it was considered a flop for them. Not a huge flop, but it didn't make money and they were already bleeding money. Uh, James Bond is like their lone franchise that makes a shit ton of money. Because it's James Bond. But even then they don't know. And then when the Sony emails leaked, we saw a lot of what was going on. But their movie division... Uh, both Sony Pictures and also Columbia has been bleeding money for a long time. So they've had to sell off parts of their company. Their what used to be seen as their main big business, their movies, has just not done well. Their cameras are still doing pretty well, but they're not making stupid money. They're making pretty good money. But 
there's a lot of competition when it comes to cameras. You got Canon and Nikon and all kinds of stuff. Sony's good camera. Sony has a fucking great camera. It's a high end, expensive ass camera, but Sony has good cameras. But Sony's not what it used to be. Their only mega profit turning, and it is a profit. The PS4 it has finally become a profit. The PS3, I think, didn't become a profit until later in its life. But it's their only thing that's doing good is the PlayStation, which is not good. The Xbox, for, my, for Microsoft, the Xbox is like the only thing doing bad. Surface finally turned around. They're making so much fucking money off of just Microsoft Office and Word that it doesn't really matter. Microsoft owns so much shit and all of it works so well in terms of making money that it's crazy. Nintendo, all they got is video games. They used to be a toy company. And they still kind of venture out every now and then, but they are a video game developer and publisher and console manufacturer. Or maker. They don't manufacture consoles themselves. They contract that out just like everybody else does. Um, but they're the only one that is solely video games. They venture out and put a license here and do that. Um, every now and then they reproduce some of their old toys, which is kind of cool to see. Um, but no, they they that's it. That's their bread and butter. And they're fucking good at it. Even when they had bad years, everyone thought they were going to go bankrupt. No. They're a business, and they've known how to do this, and it wasn't even that bad. It was bad, but they cut some salaries at the top first, and it all blew over, and then when the switch rolled around, it's all back, and now they're having their best fucking year ever, or years ever, their best uh, three years that they've ever had. So, like, it's crazy. But Sony is not Nintendo or Microsoft. So that's a problem. So while there's a lot of pressure on PlayStation... And that pressure has caused a bunch of switch-ups to happen, which is why they're so conservative when it comes to the PlayStation. Now, this has led to some great business deals and gotten them some really great exclusive. God of War, Spider-Man, Horizon, um, Uncharted, all these games. These are amazing games. And I, and that's not to be taken lightly. And they make some really good business deals when it comes to gaming. But they've gotten cocky. And in the past, when we show that Sony is getting cocky, it and they get arrogant, it backfires. And this time, it's different. Instead of thinking they're just the best and people will just pay whatever the fuck they, they'll ask for because they're Sony and everybody will do that. Um, they're like, this is different. Um, because it's not just beating the competition of who has the most hardware. It's what are you going to offer with that hardware? Because last time, the Xbox actually had the better exclusive lineup. I believe it came out with a fucking Forza game and Rise. And the PlayStation had Knack. Yeah. So, uh, went over to the Xbox. The Xbox had better games at first. It was a drought for like two years before we started getting hardcore exclusives. But the PlayStation 4 sold better because it was cheaper and it had a better PR team. A PR team which is gone. And if you want to see a really good example of of how bad it is, just look at how they amped up the PS4 versus how the, the PS5 is going. That team's gone. I don't know that per se. I know Sean Layden's gone. I know a bunch of people are gone. But I don't know if like everybody's gone. But... They're not doing any big events. They won't announce anything. Now, 
right now there is a virus taking over the world. So that's not cause to them making bad business decisions. That's actually a good decision. Don't make your employees sick. Don't risk it. Whether or not it's super deadly or not, it's not worth the risk. It's not worth the quarantine. It's not worth putting people in danger, period. Even if it is just a little pneumonia, it's still pneumonia, and that will hurt you. Don't do it. It's it's just bad. So, like, they're making good moves there. But before that, how did they talk about the, when we first got our real look at the PS5? It was in a fucking variety article. And then the next time we got to look at it was in another magazine article. Actually, it might have been Variety again where they talked about the controller and stuff. We have never seen it or any of this. They just, they've just talked about it. And then, what, a month or so ago, they showed off the logo. Which, yeah, no shit. It's the same font with the five on the end of it. Ooh. This doesn't feel right. Versus Microsoft, who's amping it up, but in a different way because they, they want it to be... Um, different. They they want it to be um, a series, the Series X. So there's going to be different Xbox types, different series that they're going to have. I think it's still confusing, but I understand what they're going for. Um, they've already done it with the the S and X, and then hell, Sony did it with the Pro. Um, and, and Nintendo's kind of done it forever. They've had remember how many damn Game Boys they had that were just the Game Boy. There was really no graphical improvement between the original Game Boy all the way up to the color. It's just one had color. But between that, you had the light, which I think was Japan only, but had a backlight. Then there uh, there was the pocket and all kinds of shit and different colors and revisions. It wasn't until the Advance, which also had a bunch of different revisions to itself, that they did a graphical change in terms of power. So they've, they've always done that. But Microsoft kind of wants to do what PCs are, but instead of having to add on to it and build, it's it's more actually what they do with phones. I just don't think they're going to do yearly releases because that would be stupid. Um, but then again, people do buy phones every year. But I think that would actually hurt them because of the games that are being made. But Microsoft amped the shit out of that, and when they dropped that Xbox Series X announcement and actually showed it off, and it wasn't just a trailer that said new Xbox or whatever, they showed off the damn console and the controller and the name out of nowhere, that was crazy. They didn't talk about it in a fucking magazine. We knew they were working on Scarlet. They had talked about the E3 prior. We knew they were working on it. Um, and, and everybody knows they were working on the new console. Wasn't like we were wondering, is there going to be another Xbox? Everybody knew. But they're hyping it up and they're getting everybody ready. It's like, we got some crazy shit to show y'all. We're getting ready and they showed off the, the games and they're hitting us and they're like, we're getting ready for a big reveal. Here's our release date, our release window, holiday 2020. Well, we know that PS5 is also going for a holiday 2020. We don't know what the damn thing looks like. We don't even know what games are coming out for it. We can make some good guesses. I'm thinking Spider-Man 2 is going to be shown. Like, I'm, I'm real sure. But they... They... You realize we're in March of 2020, right? And this thing's supposed to be out November? We don't know hardly what, what it even looks like. And to make matters worse, they're talking about that they don't know what the fucking price point is. I thought that was a lie until I read the article and then listened to people talk about it. I thought it was hearsay that they don't know what the price point is. 
that they haven't decided. And I was like, that's bullshit. They absolutely know how much it costs and what the price point is. That's all been done because shit like that is done at le- about a year ahead of time. And and people will say, that's crazy. No, it's not. Because think about the setup. Um, doesn't mean that it's always done a year ahead of time. But like it, it's done pretty far ahead of time because it's not just about figuring out what the console is. The contracts that have to be, you know, written out and signed, um, because it's not just as simple as this is our console is how much it costs, and, or just pricing out the parts. You have to then find a manufacturer to mass produce these sons of bitches. That takes time. Even if you, even if everyone knows who you're going to get, and it's all like we've used the same guys for this many years, it still takes time to get rolling. And then you have to do. They're going to start making these things if they haven't already started making them at the very least middle of this year they don't just turn out millions of them like the month before because there's also testing that has to be done it's not a a very fast process even with mass production because you have to know the damn things work especially after the whole xbox 360 fiasco and they don't know what the fucking price was when i had originally heard that i thought it was they hadn't made it official yet because they were waiting for Xbox. And part of that was what they said about they were waiting for Xbox. And I was like, that's just what it is. They're going to undercut them. They're going to undercut them. But my uh, my my idea was is they have a price. They have a price in their head. And they know what they're going to do. But they just want to see if they can undercut Xbox at all. Because it's competition. Except then they talked about how they haven't decided the, their price point at all. Um, and not just for competition's sake, they can't decide if they want to take a loss on it first or if they even can take a loss on it. And that right there tells you that after the fucking runaway success of the PS4, if they're not confident that they can take a loss, at least at first, which is a common, very common practice, especially in video games, uh, you don't maybe you're not supposed to take a loss on it the entire run of the console, but you take a loss on it at first, especially if you use really new technology, just because it's expensive. But like a year or two later, it's cheaper, and then before you do your price cuts or whatever, you're still selling the damn things. It's actually probably about a year. They're cheaper, and you're still selling the damn things. And then once it gets much cheaper, then you price cut it, and then you sell more, and you make more money. Or you're Nintendo, and you're smart about it, and you just make it enough to make a profit like the switch I believe it's it cost when they first made it it cost around $250 to manufacture and they sold it for $300 that's $50 that's I mean that's a solid profit and and a lot of money really and you know they could have made it cheaper or whatever um, but that's not a whole lot for something that is so revolutionary like the Nintendo Switch, they could have marked that thing up $100. And you know fucking computers do that shit, and TVs do that shit. Um, but they didn't. $300. People forget about that. I mean, it's cheaper now. Well, no, I haven't really done a price cut on it. You have some deals here and there. And the Switch Lite, they're making a profit off of it, but people thought they were making some crazy profit off of it. No. It's about $25, $25.30 making a profit. Probably more now. But it was the same thing. It was 
they're making a good profit off it, but they weren't like it wasn't like it cost twenty bucks to manufacture and they were selling you it for two hundred dollars. No, it's about one hundred and fifty to manufacture everything together. So yeah, it's about a fifty dollars. I think it was maybe a little bit more than that, just because when they had to make stuff smaller, it got a little bit more expensive. But they're making a profit off of it, and it's because of the Wii U. Uh, they didn't want to take a loss, but they figured that they could give games that were good enough, and not just good, but great, and give the experience they want to give everybody, and still were able to make a profit, and have a price point that was cheap enough that everybody would buy it, and it fucking worked. Nintendo's not in any trouble. Microsoft can go, we can take a loss all goddamn day, because the brand's worth more than the actual box. Sony is going, we don't know. And we don't know because their business isn't doing well, period. The one side of the business that's doing amazing is PlayStation. Been a lot of shakeups, and they can't agree on anything, and they're not... I mean, think about the backwards compatibility thing. They've talked about it, but right now, the only way you get backwards compatibility on a PS4 is through PlayStation Now, which is okay. The service, I mean, is okay, but... That's the only way you can play those things unless you have a PS3. And if you want to do any kind of recording of anything or doing that on PS3, is a nightmare. But they don't. You want to look at the backwards compatible machine, it's the Xbox One. And this has been confirmed. The new one is going to be backwards compatible with everything. <laughs> like you can throw anything you fucking want in that thing. It's going to play it from, from the get-go. Sony has yet to talk about any of that. And they really do need to build hype because they can get left behind in the storm. Of Because you not just have Microsoft. Nintendo's still there. Like, but we, but let's not forget, the Switch is selling a shit ton of units. But we want another one. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a Switch 2. I would be surprised. But the Super Switch, which is what I call the Switch Pro, and I hope they call it the Super Switch... That's coming. It's not coming this year. I would hope they would announce it, but maybe not. Though then again, they they should have had a direct by now and haven't. So I don't know what the hell is going on at Nintendo. They're slow burning something. I mean, we got Animal Crossing coming out in about twenty days, but usually they have a direct in January or February to tell you what's coming out in like the next six months, and they haven't done that for whatever reason. Uh, which. People say that means they have nothing to show. I think it means they got something big to show. They're just waiting. Um, but I don't. If Nintendo went ahead and just was like, "Fuck it, Switch Pro," a lot of people are gonna forget about the other two consoles. It's like 4K Switch, motherfuckers. It's like, oh shit. Well, then it's over. <laughs> like, like it's gonna sell a lot. Uh, and then they're gonna have three SKUs of the Switch out there, and it's gonna make them so much goddamn money. And they have to worry about that too. They could get left behind, and I don't know why they're not hyping it up. They this is the least hype I've ever seen them. At least with the PS3, they were so fucking hype with that thing. They thought it was the best thing ever, and that backfired real, real hard because then they were like, "It's so good, you're gonna get a second job. We want you to get a second job to pay for our shit because our shit's so cool." It's worth $600. No, it's not. And no one bought it uh, at first. Everyone went and bought a 360 and a Wii, and it was like, damn it, who could have foreseen this? But also the 360 had a jump start. 
it came out a year before the PS3. So people were already there. And then when you release something that's like $600 and it's like, or I could get the fucking 360, which just had like a Christmas price cut. And just keep playing that. Like, fuck you. Um, also, the PS3. That's another thing. PS3 had like no games for the longest time. The longest time had just nothing. Like, I think there was that Ratchet and Clank game, Tools of, Tools of Destruction, which is great, but like that was it. I mean, you had the first Uncharted, which is a game I love, but it wasn't making waves. It wasn't until Uncharted 2 that everyone was like, oh shit. And that came much later. <laughs> um, But yeah, the lack of hype on them... I would still think Microsoft has the edge in this if they were just hyping the shit out of it, but they're not. And that can build hype. The silence can build hype. But after a while, especially when all the red flags are going off, it makes me worry. Unlike with Nintendo, there's no red flags. Everything's going good. There's no big shakeups. There's nothing happening at the company that we know of. There's nothing, no big secrets. It's just weird they haven't talked to anybody yet. That being said, they, they're still selling the shit out of the Switch. And I think they're just letting people buy stuff. And this beginning of the year is packed with everything else. So it's like, put out Animal Crossing. Let's let people breathe. Let's let people miss the Switch. Miss new games. Let them play their Dooms and everything else and whatever. And then we're going to show back up and be like, hey, remember us? Y'all want to play some motherfucking Switch games? Everyone's going to be like, y'all want to play Switch games? And, they, uh, and that's going to happen. Just like they always do. But Sony's lack of hype is weird and even and not just for the ps5 they've kind of lost their hype for the ps4 there's still games coming out for the, there's two of them that we know of you got last of us 2 and ghost of shishima so and they kind of seem anti-hype on that the ones hyping the shit out of last of us 2 naughty dog sony's very proud of it but that's Naughty Dog, because Naughty Dog's like, y'all want more Last of Us? And everyone's like, yeah, I want fucking more Last of Us. You crazy? Like, hell yeah, you do. Ain't that right, Sony? And they're like, yeah. And, you know, it's, it, it's weird. It, it's strange. This does not feel like someone who's winning. Because um, there's a difference between being calm and not being arrogant and being distracted. And they feel distracted because it feels like they're distracted because... This is so different than how they've acted. Versus Xbox, who is hyping the shit. Not only their new console, but their old consoles. They're like, we got like three different SKUs, and they're all great, and play all the Xbox. Oh, and, and here's the thing. Game Pass, and Xbox Live, and all, yada, yada, yada. And you can play on your fucking PC. And we got the best game streaming service, period, other than that GeForce Now thing. Um, I've actually been using the Xbox... Um, I'll probably talk more in depth on this later in a probably different co- podcast. Um, the xCloud. I signed up a long time ago back when I sold my Xbox. I didn't think I was going to get in, and I did. But now that I have a controller, I can use it and I'm playing it. And um, other than my signal being weird because AT&T is a bitch. But when it's not, when AT&T is like, yeah, you have great signal today. It's um, It's great. And if it wasn't on phone signal, I don't know if I would notice. Uh, a lot of games I don't notice. Some of the shooters I do, um, it's obvious. Uh, like on Crackdown, I was playing Crackdown three because like ah, you know, I didn't play this when it was came out, so I play it here and oh, it's fun. Um, Gears of War was really noticeable, but it had a problem. I think it was a server issue. They're 
moving around just took some getting used to, to getting adjusted to the lag, but almost the same as playing on like an older HDTV, which I'm used to. Um, when the signal was bad, I couldn't get used to it, but this was just like maneuvering it and just getting used to the feel, but it also had snap um, uh, targeting, so that was pretty easy. Gears of War didn't have that, so it was, it was a little bit difficult to get used to. But the game where I felt no lag whatsoever and I was playing on phone signal, not on Wi-Fi or wired or any of that, was fucking Halo 5. So it felt like I was playing Halo 5 on the Xbox. So something tells me right there that it's different game to game. There's something different. Um, pushing buttons uh, on a lot of these games, there's like no lag at all. The triggers, there's no lag at all. It's the movement. It gets a little bit weird. Um... But other than that, it's fine. I'll go in the depth way, way in depth. It's better than PlayStation Now. And it's not that I don't believe that we shouldn't be investing in streaming services or any of that. I, I really do. Um, Google Stadia is a joke. I wanted Stadia to be good. Um, but I started seeing it, the red flags, and I called it. I fucking called it. I wrote articles about it. No one read them, but I wrote them um, and published them. No one read them, though. But I, I called that shit. Uh but I was excited for Stadia, especially when I tested it out uh, with Assassin's Creed, and it just didn't. It's just it's just bad, and Google looks already seems to be abandoning abandoning it. Microsoft's not abandoning XCloud, uh, mainly because it's a test bed for their cloud infrastructure to begin with, um, which Microsoft's investing in so much so that Sony got together with Microsoft to design their own cloud infrastructure, and Sony did it without telling anybody. They found out. So, so let me touch on this. There's another thing. Uh, I don't think the departments in Sony talk to each other, which is causing issues. And it caused issues back with the Sony leaks, um, especially in the movies. One of the reasons Spider-Man came back to the East, the MCU is because Big Daddy Sony found out what little shit Sony was doing in America, and made a phone. From what I heard, made a phone call <laughs> and said, "What the fuck are you doing?" We thought you were negotiating and making a good deal. And now you seem to have lost us a shit ton of money. And I don't know if you know anything about Japanese businessmen. Uh, they like making money. And they don't really like it when not only do you fuck up and not make money, but also dishonor the company and fuck up real bad. Uh, which they did both. That's how we got. That's how Disney got Spider-Man back the first time was because of that. They said, you don't know how to do this anymore. Let Disney do it. Make a deal. Uh, Sony Japan got involved. Um, that they they but apparently they don't talk to each other. Which part of that? Not the not talking. Letting them do their own thing, I think, is not a bad thing. Not talking is bad. And what happened is they made a deal with Microsoft. For some reason, Phil Spencer was there, which is weird. To use their, I think it's Azure, Azure, or Azure. Uh, their network, their cloud network, to make their cloud networking service. The reason this would be important to like SIE or SOE, Sony Online Entertainment and Interactive Entertainment, is because it's uh, it's not Amazon, it's not someone else doing it. It's your fucking main competition. It's Microsoft. And the guy they talked about it was Phil Spencer. And they're like, yeah. And because Microsoft's building it, they have to have access to everything going on in Sony. So so let's say SIE wants to do something, like with the cloud service or the game streaming. 
guess who they have to talk to? Microsoft. That would cause some issues. And they didn't tell them. They just did it. Um, which I find funny. So there's trouble, trouble in the, you know, there's very, very, very troubled waters going on in Sony. But I think the Xbox, at least in that first year, kicks the crap out of it because unless the PlayStation 5 comes out, and it's got to be more than cheaper. And one, um, we don't know. Actually, I'm fairly confident that the Xbox is going to launch with multiple SKUs. Because not only did they say that you could play on the last generation and then it'll be upgraded on the new stuff. Um, for free, by the way. Um, it'll just look better. You don't have to pay for anything or buy an extra copy. It's just the same fucking disc. You buy the game once. Ta-da! Um, they're going to have multiple SKUs already. We don't know if PS5 is going to do that, at least not at launch. There's probably be like a pro or whatever, but I don't think they're going to do the series thing. Um, not only are they going to do that, but when this comes out, unless Sony is like PS5 launching with Horizon 2, Spider-Man 2, God of War, it's either going to be 2 or 5, um... Um, or like 8, because they made a bunch of them after 3, but they were all like prequels. Or all of this shit, um, you know, all basically all of our heavy hitter, hitters at the same time. I don't think that they beat Microsoft's offer because I do believe that Microsoft's gonna release with some exclusives, and I, th- I, 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 I on the launch window, and I think they're gonna put a bunch of them out on the same day. But I think they're gonna save a few of them. And to the Nintendo thing, so I don't know if you've realized Nintendo doesn't release a bunch of games out on the same day. well. They do. There's all kinds of shit being added to the Switch every day. They don't release a bunch of heavy hitters out on the same day. And sometimes not even the same month. They will be like, "Here's we're going to release these games this year. And you're going to get like a Yoshi game this month. And like two months later, or a month or two later, you're going to get this game. And it's like right when you're getting done with these games and want another one, there's another game out. And then another game out. And then another game, and then so on and so forth. And that works. And I think Microsoft's going to do that. But other than the backwards compatibility being a big thing, which PS5 should have, and they've talked about it, and it's sort of confirmed, but we don't know what it's going to be. But we know with the Microsoft, with the the Xbox, it's literally all of your old discs work. All of your old shit works. Ta-da! Okay, cool. That's all we need to know. And they've talked about it, and they've confirmed it. There's no way they can get out of that. Ow, shit, ow, 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 I went to take a drink and it hit my mic. There's no way they can get out of that. At least not cleanly. Um, but not just that. So not only are you going to have a bunch of games that if you already own that you can play on your on your new, you know, big-ass box, plus whatever they're going to launch with, which Halo is going to be a launch title. We know that. I don't know if Senua is going to be. I don't know if... Um, there's going to be a new Forza. Did y'all notice last year there wasn't a new Forza game? It was DLC. It was great DLC, but it was just DLC. It usually goes Forza one year, and then Forza Horizon the next year. And then they do that every year. They alternate. Have you noticed that that studio's been kind of AWOL for a while? And how they've been rumored to be making a Fable game this whole time? For like four years? Huh. Or actually been about three. Three years? That would be something. All of a sudden, 
they just drop a fucking fable on us. Good or not, I mean, like, that's gonna, that's gonna make people wanna buy that fucker. Um, all, all kinds of stuff. They got shit in the, in the backlog that they've been working on, which is why this latter half of the Xbox One has been kind of, I mean, it's been, there's been kind of a drought in the Xbox to begin with, but there's stuff that we know that's being worked on and they haven't talked about it, or at least it's not being released on the Xbox. And I'm like, Halo was one of them. And we're like, man, I mean, it is kind of they it is kind of being released on the Xbox One, but hey, with Halo, we've known about that for at least two years, I think. And um, we're like, man, when the fuck is this game coming? And they're saving it, even though you can play on the Xbox One. It's the Series X game. And they're saving it for that. So they're saving all of these games for that. So you get a bunch of games right out of the gate. And a bunch of good games. And I think they're going to really nail it there. Um, because they do. They learn from their mistakes. This doesn't mean that Sony won't do this. I think Sony's going to have a hell of a launch lineup. Hopefully. I hope. Because they've had four consoles. And all four of their launch lineups were terrible. Just straight up. Uh, PS3, well, there was an Uncharted game. Oh, yeah, they had Uncharted and Resistance. They actually did have some pretty good games right out of the gate. But, like, that was what you got for two years. We were all waiting on Grand Theft Auto to come out. But, like, if Sony doesn't come out with all the heavy hitters at once, I think they get crushed by Xbox because not only they are going to come out with their exclusives and they're going to have a backlog and all that crap they have Game Pass and if they combine Game Pass with xCloud no one touches them no one touches them Nintendo because Nintendo doesn't mean that Sony's going to go bankrupt or not make money or whatever Apple might buy Sony The they've been talking about that around the stock market for a while does it mean they're going to have the PlayStation or they're going to break it up or whatever? I don't know. But they've been, Apple has been circling Sony for like the better part of four years trying to figure out when's the best time to attack. And we don't know if it's just like one part of Sony, if it's they just want the movie stuff, or if it's just all of them. Apparently it's a big deal to actually do. So that's why they haven't done it. But, you know, that's there. But Game Pass. And if you combine that with xCloud and you can also play it on your computer and your phone and, and everywhere, playing playing everything on Xbox is the best place to be. And if Sony not only... One, it can't offer that. They have PlayStation Now, but it's not as good as xCloud and they don't have anything like Game Pass. And I really don't think they can offer anything like Game Pass. PlayStation Plus is okay now. It used to suck. But it's okay now. But like... Also with the games of gold and everything, but the, the Game Pass is... One was an idea that everybody but me thought wasn't going to work that well. They were excited for it, but they are like, oh, it's just going to be a fad or whatever. It's not going to be that good. It's going to be a bunch of old games. And then Microsoft was like just putting out fucking banger, bangers on that. Maybe not all the highest reviewed shit, but they were putting out their, their best stuff on there. Like, Here's all of our exclusives on fucking Game Pass day one. So if you pay the, the prescription subscription, you're getting the new Halo and, and everything else and the new Forza and, and along with all these 
cool games that we like and sometimes they're there forever and sometimes the games that we get on there are only there for a limited time and and, and whatnot but it's 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 it is the best deal in video games that's going to be there so you're gonna have that um if you combine that with a stellar launch lineup plus a backlog of everything else and then a great console if it comes out and it's somehow cheaper than the PS5, it, I mean, it doesn't have to come out cheaper than PS5. I think it beats it. But if it's also cheaper somehow, I don't see how the PlayStation 5 overcomes that. Now, this does not mean that somebody's going to go bankrupt or the PS, no one's going to buy the PS5. I'm going to get a PS5. People are going to buy the PS5. It's going to do well. But it doesn't mean it's going to get utterly stomped either. It, it, it will. But it's also, it's not going to flop, I don't think, like the Xbox One did. The Xbox One, which gained ground, it's back now, and they're fine with it. Um, I don't think it's going to be that bad in that term, in those terms. But I think the new Xbox is going to just take off. Because look at everything that they're doing. Not just with the hardware-wise and everything else, but... They're holding events purely for their fans. They're they're going out there. Phil Spencer's sincere, and he's telling people how sorry he is about what happened and how th- they are doing everything to cater, not to pander, but to cater to their community and their audience. And it is a community. And they're like, we want people who own Xbox and trust Xbox to want to be here, and we want to treat them as family and doing this. And they're doing it, and they're listening to what people want. People ask for crossplay, and there were games here and there that did it. And then Microsoft got behind it. It wasn't just Epic Games. It was one of the big three got behind it. Was like crossplay is the shit. You know who else thinks it's the shit? Nintendo. And then like Miyamoto walks on stage and was like, "How the fuck did that happen?" And it's like, "Oh my god, is Sony gonna be next?" And Sony was like, "Fuck you." And it's like, "Okay, that was weird." And then you know, um, oh yeah, it's also the Minecraft machine. Forgot about that. Minecraft 2. There it is. There, it's over. <laughs> Exclusive to the Series X. Um, I don't even know what the fuck that would look like. Did that Minecraft dungeon game ever come out? Because I wanted to play that. Diablo, but Minecraft? Fuck yeah. It's better than whatever Blizzard's going to put out anyway. Might as well play a Diablo clone. Um, but like... Microsoft... The, X, the new Xbox has the best chance I, I've ever seen them. They would have to shoot themselves in the foot somehow or something would have to go wrong. Because the last two times, that's what happened. They either shot themselves in the foot or with the 360, if shit happened. Oh, nope, stuff blew up. Well, <laughs> that that's unfortunate. Um, But Microsoft's going to make some big plays. Some huge plays. And I don't know exactly what they're going to be. But they know they have to have the exclusives. The Game Pass is great, but they know they're going to have to have the exclusives. And one of the things I would hope is they would revive some old franchises. There are franchises that are sitting there that people want to see that other companies, <clears throat> Konami, aren't doing anything with. And I'm, I don't mean necessarily buy them out right or whatever, because I don't think Konami would, or a company like Konami would just give up that, even if they aren't using it. It's the potential to make money. And you know that if you don't have it, you can't make money. But if you have it, there's at least the potential to make money off it, whether it's through merchandise or whatever, even if you never make anything out of it. It's called potential. But I do think 
Microsoft has the clout and definitely have the money to go over there and be like, hey, um, we want to license out Silent Hill. Not own. We want to license it out. It needs to be exclusive to the Xbox, but we want to license it out. Will you give us a license so we can let whoever the fuck wants to make it, make it? And Konami would be stupid to take that deal because Microsoft would pay them so much fucking money or at least put a percentage on it. It's like you get a percentage of all the sales and they would make more money than they ever made off of Silent Hill because Microsoft would put it in capable hands. And those capable hands would probably be the hands of Hideo Kojima. Um, <laughs> that right there, that would set the world on fire. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I have no insider information. I'm a fucking redneck living in a room. That's not, I have no insider information on that. That's a dream of mine. Because they have the ability to do that. They technically have the ability to buy Konami. Microsoft has just stupid amounts of money. They have the ability to do that. I don't think they're going to. Um, but they would. They could do that. And not just with like Silent Hill or Metal Gear. Maybe leave Metal Gear alone. But like, what if they wanted Bomberman? They just got the license. And they could do whatever they wanted with the license for as long as they had it. And then, here's a kicker. Give it to Rare. So, hey, Rare, remember when y'all used to make fucking awesome platformers? Guess what we want you to do? Or better yet, go to Retro. Go down, make a trip down to Austin. Be like, hey, we know you're busy working on whatever the fuck you're working on, along with Metroid Prime 4. Do you want to make another one of the best platforms ever? Here's a sequel to one of the Bomberman 64 games. And they would do it. Or, throw it at Nintendo. Hey, here's Bomberman. You get to make a game. And, and you can only play it on Xbox and Nintendo. That would be crazy. Or fuck, you know, uh, give it to the Ori people. Ori and the people made Ori in the Blind Forest, which its sequel's coming out. Yeah, give it to them. That would work. But but they could do that. And Konami's not the only one that has, it, has those. Um, there's just Konami just has a shit ton because they don't make games anymore. Um, Contra, I, I I really would love to see what Microsoft would do with Contra, or what Xbox would do with Contra. Would they do it in one of the in-house studios? Would they give it to somebody else? Would they just license out a developer? I would I would love to see that because I bet there's some people who would do some cool shit with Contra, and if and it needs to be give them Contra and let them do whatever the fuck they want, not or, or same thing with Bomberman. Let them do whatever the fuck they want, not. We're going to make them edgy and cool because that's how you get Bomberman Zero. And Bomberman, Bomberman Zero is a fucking nightmare of a game that should not exist. Don't play it. It's awful. Um, play Bomberman 64. Bomberman 64 is the shit. But it's... They could do that uh, with a lot of stuff. A lot of Capcom franchises that Capcom's just kind of sitting on. And I would love to see that. Um, I'd love to see them make an overall deal with Capcom. A lot of Square stuff. Um, they are making deals in Japan, and we know that, and they're actively doing that. Fucking Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming to the fucking Xbox. Now, why is that big? Not, not just coming to the Xbox, because it's the first time that game's ever been available legally in the West. Because it's been out for like 10 years. That's fucking. I didn't. I couldn't figure out why people weren't making a bigger deal of that because that was a huge deal. Because Sony tried to do it five or six years ago, couldn't do it. Sega tried to do it, couldn't do it for whatever reason. 
Fantasy Star Online was so hard to get over in the West, and I, I honestly don't know. I don't know why. Because there's people who want to play it, and if you connect it to the whole world, I mean, the, it, it there's money to be made there. Lots of money. And it wasn't. It had nothing to do, from what I know of, with the um, translation or the localization. It had nothing to do with that because fans have been doing that forever. Because you can play it illegally. But no, they're just straight up. And it's like any played on the fucking Xbox. So like, how the hell did y'all manage that? Because apparently Phil Spencer has been trying to get Fantasy Star Online over in America for a very long time, and they also got that weird shooter game like. Was it Crisis? Not Crisis. Crosspoint? Crosshair or whatever? I, I, I don't... Crossfire. Very, very popular in China and some other Southeast Asian countries. It's not been available in America, but it's a big deal, so they're also making plays there. And I'll play it. I got nothing against it. I'll play the shit out of it. I just... They're doing shit. Um, but not just bringing over stuff that we don't have, but reviving dead stuff. Capcom's got some shit. Just laying there. Um, and, and everybody knows about what Konami's got there, but they're not the only ones. They could bring back like maybe the fucking Phantom Dust finally. They could they could do a lot. Square's got some stuff. Oh my god. Okay, this is not this is not going to happen. But but what if what if Microsoft just head out and I went down square and was like, hey, So y'all remember Chrono Trigger? <laughs> um, that would I hit my mic again. That that would, and I don't even know what I would want it to be. Would it be a sequel, um, like an actual sequel, not Chrono Cross? Would it be just the from the ground up like remake, reimagining, which would even be crazier than what they're doing with Final Fantasy Seven? I'll I'll be into that. Put on the Xbox, like yeah, th- th- that's big. Big dreaming. This, that's not anywhere near being reality. I would hope. I would love for it to be reality, but it, it's nowhere near. But the point is, is, they have the money and the clout and the ability to do it. And I hope they're at the point that would that where they would do that. Because if they do shit like that, they run away with it. They absolutely run away with it. This doesn't mean that Sony's dead. At least not yet. It's not going to be be Microsoft that does it. At least not through Xbox. Sony will die because they get bought or because the company just can't sustain itself anymore. Um, there was a time not that long ago, actually during the, first, the second year of the PS4, where they had a 90% chance of going bankrupt, according to Forbes. And because the only part of the company that was making any money was PlayStation. Um, Microsoft had like almost a zero chance of going bankrupt, and Nintendo, who was going through the Wii U at the time, only had a 20% chance. Um, and it was like at, in the next five years if something didn't happen. And of course, Sony didn't go bankrupt, but they that that's a big fucking deal, and it affected their stock price and shit. So, Sony's not in a good way. And it's that, all of that, all of that huge rambling nonsense that I've just been talking about. That's why Microsoft is in my opinion going to kill them they just Sony's going to have to do something crazy and they're going to have to hype the shit out of it in order to beat this momentum that Microsoft has um, and the momentum hasn't really 
turn into sales for Microsoft right now because they're not trying to sell the Xbox or the current Xbox. It's all about the next stuff because this Xbox is all about repairing broken promises and you know fulfilling others and whatever. But they've already they have a product that they brought back from the grave and showed what they could do with it. And the next one is like, well, look what we did with the Xbox One and how we made it not shit and and awful and and it, you know it didn't kill you or eat your used games and all that. And then also game we gave you Game Pass and all this stuff and you can play Halo on your phone now and and all this crazy shit. Well, look at the good we did here, reviving something and saving something. Look over at this new thing. Now imagine we take all of that good, what we did with the new thing after listening to y'all, listening to y'all, and they take all that goodwill moving forward. It's going to, it, it's going to be a juggernaut. I truly believe that. Um, doesn't mean that the PS5 won't be. I think they're both going to sell very well, unless Sony fucks up real hard. And this is first year. Lifetime, who knows if PS5 catch up to it. Because PS3, I think Lifetime actually outsold the 360. Um, but it took its entire lifetime to do that. Because the 360 was far and away. Just everybody bought that damn thing. However, none of them come close to the Wii. <laughs> but that's a whole different thing. Uh, then we're about an hour and a half in. But yeah, the sex box is going to beat the PS5 100%. I, I, I believe it. I'll put money on it. I'll put money on it. Um, unless something crazy happens. I, I, I truly believe it. <sighs> and with that, we come to the end of the episode. So for all y'all listening, like Jamie, <laughs> I hope I hope this was a good episode and, and a lot less depressing than the last one. I should do more of these. How often, I don't know. At least one a week. Uh, it's whenever something hits my mind. Uh, if it hits my mind, then I have to record it. Since I'm by myself, because um, I can't, unless someone's here in person, I can't record these uh, with multiple people due to the, you know, bullshit internet situation because of everything else that's going on. Um, but uh, whenever something hits my mind, I'll just record it and put it up. Otherwise, if I were, I, I might forget it because I'm also doing daily uh, YouTube uploads. However, um, other than that, I, I will do one a week. One a week. It's possible you could have seven a week. It's possible you could have more than that if I do multiple in a day. It's possible you could just have one a week. But this is going to be a weekly thing. Uh, as for a day, I, I don't think I have one. I don't, I don't think I have one. Just make sure you click on that subscribe button or whatever the hell it else is called. I think mostly it says subscribe on whatever you're listening to, because it's available on Anchor, it's available on Spotify, it's available on iTunes, it's available on everything, um, as far as I know. Google Podcast. Um, but yeah, and if you enjoyed this episode, I hope you enjoyed all the other episodes, because there's at least ten of them. And enjoy future episodes, keep coming back. But as for this episode, it's all over. <laughs>